You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Featuring the week's roundup of fashion news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. <laughs> oh, it's our fashion time? Yeah. Can she hear it? No. I, I can't hear it. Hear it. Okay. Okay. She got it. <laughs> our theme music. It's fashion, y'all. Woo! Good Friday. Hello, everybody. It is Friday. And not only is it Friday, but it's Good Friday. It's time for big hair in the studio. Oh, yes. And <laughs> it is Fashion Friday, of course. Yay! Uh, so if you guys are tuning in right now, this is Fashion 411 on Black Hollywood Live. And we are the number one fashion podcast on iTunes. Give us some love. Give us, give us some love. And that's all because of you guys. So we just want to remind you to uh, check us out on iTunes. You can download our show for free. And we really encourage you to make some comments and to rate us because we like hearing what you think about the show. We want to hear your, uh, you know, your comments, your suggestions. We love you. So please keep that coming. And you can also check us out on YouTube if you want to see what we look like in the studio. Like I said, today, it's everybody got the memo about like wearing bright orange. orange. Yes. So we all have to be wearing bright colors, and uh, and it's a couple black girls in the studio with big hair today. So you have to check that out. And uh, also, we're on Instagram, so check us out on Instagram. All kinds of fun pictures uh, that we use during the show, and you can check that out at BHL Fashion Four One One. And now I think it's time to go around the room and introduce everyone for today. And we also have a special guest in the studio. We're excited to have her. So I'll start with Miss Courtney across the table. Hello, everybody. I'm your girl Courtney. Courtney Stewart. I am your resident shopaholic, shoeaholic, always giving you guys the consumer perspective on the show. And we have a guest in the studio, Miss Victoria Saunders. Introduce yourself to everyone. Hey guys, I'm Vic Styles, and I'm a wardrobe stylist and fashion blogger. And she has a very cool head of curly hair. I wish y'all could see it. It's fantastic. And I'm Dionne Vaughn. I'm your former, you know, fashion girl from New York City. Used to be a buyer and merchandiser, blah, blah, blah. But I'd much rather be here talking to you about fashion and and how to save and and budget and be a a dime diva. Okay, so (laughs) let's get... A dime diva. A dime diva. Love it. So let's get started with a little... Things from my lookbook, and it's been a while since I've done a splurge versus steal, y'all. Yes. You know, we love that. We love to find, you know, what are the celebrities wearing, what's hot, but let's find it on a budget. So what's up first? Let's see. All right, so the bustier crop tops. Now, these are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing them. I particularly, I don't have the shape to wear it because I got big girls on top and I choose not to wear it. I don't know. Do you guys, are you into the whole crop top thing? I love the crop tops. I love them. I love them. Do you wear them? I do not wear them. (laughs) 
<laughs> because that would require me to exercise. <laughs> and yes, I have not true. been properly doing that. But I love them on those other people that I, look real cute in them. I just, if you've got the body, hey, rock it. It's work adorable. it out. Rock it. It's, it's amazing. And they're everywhere. I mean, they're in colors. They're in embroideries. They're in prints. And today's splurge versus deal. You can't even tell which is which. No, uh, no. But the top one, it's from a company called Acme Studios, and it's a Rue cropped bustier top, and it's $330, okay? Mm, okay. And the one directly below it, uh, it's from 2B by BB. You know those stores, like they're yeah. in malls now, mm-hmm. like it's an offshoot of BB. This is a cropped bustier top for, guess how much it costs? Sixty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine. Wow, twenty nine. Okay. Is that not like ridiculous? You're, it's almost like you're looking at the same thing. Yeah. But one is three thirty, one is, is thirty bucks. That means you can have a lot more money left over for some other mm-hmm. things. But uh yeah, so if you're into crop tops, uh, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money, you know, if you want to, you know, hey. But I, I always think that, you know, for these uh trendy items, you know, I never recommend you know splurging you know spending your whole check on it you know what i'm saying because who knows in six months you're not even going to be thinking about this bustier top but (laughs) anyway moving on the next trend we're seeing all over the place uh are these (laughs) slip-on sneakers and these used to be really big back in the day but like now they are back with a vengeance and they are just in in prints you know and camouflage and colors and metallics metallics happen to be the really hot look going on right now and if you guys are following along on uh instagram the first one if you want to really you know blow the bank it's lanvan and it's a metallic slip-on sneaker and it's 495 dollars okay i'm gonna say that again 495 dollars and then uh a step down okay it's tori birch there is a it's called the miles perforated metallic slip-on sneaker and that's 165 dollars which in my opinion it's reasonable but it's still it's still high but it's reasonable a little much but it's reasonable and then the last one if you really want to you know have some money left over it's from bands it's a metallic slip-on this one is in bronze and it's 60 dollars oh wow so you can get with that right plenty of (laughs) options splurge versus steel and again, these these sneakers are everywhere. And what I like about it is since the whole dress and sneaker trend is like yes. a really big thing, you can get a lot of mileage out of something like this because you can wear it with a dress. You can mm-hmm. wear it, you know, dressed down. Really cute. In your wardrobe styling, are you seeing a lot of these? I am, actually. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, guys have been wearing these for years because exactly. of Vans. But mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that girls can get in on the trend, too, now. So... Love that. Uh, and moving along quickly, let's see here. All right, crossbody bags. Um, these are everywhere. Like they're coming in the the little um, like the Chanel like you know the yes. puffed kind. There's prints. There's chains. They're all over the place. Uh, on the left, it's from Stella McCartney, and it's a Falabella mini flap body bag with chains. And it's $660. Now, I'm going to let you guys know, (laughs) Stella McCartney doesn't use any real leather. That's true. So this is not real leather. So it's leather, y'all, for $700. Well, the new term is called vegan leather. That's crap. It's leather. Yeah. So $660 for vegan leather. Thank you very much. Or you can go to gojane.com, and this is a slouchy metallic faux suede with chain for $60. So in both cases, and still vegan leather. Exactly. exactly. That was why I pulled this. They're both. Neither one of them is real. Yet you know, you're one. The price difference is vast. You yes. know, so uh, you can get that look very easily. And I, my votes on the Go Jane for sixty dollars. 
And finally, uh, I want to round out the Splurge versus deal with some accessories. So candy-colored bling that happens to be in these big statement necklaces. I happen to love this trend, and it's all over the place. Uh, but if you want to splurge a little bit, the necklace on the left is by Den. I, I don't want to script the name. Denio Delaney, and it's four hundred and seventeen dollars. If you want to save some money, I I know, right? That (laughs) would need to painted. That would need to crawl on my neck (laughs) and fasten itself all on its own, okay? And then, like you know, rub me to sleep at night. Special pearls or something? No, I don't don't think so. But you can save a little money. On the left is from Bobble Bar, which has some amazing things. Bobble Bar is great. And this is their Daegu Garden Bib Necklace for fifty four dollars. Yeah, yeah. So there you guys go a little splurge versus steel you know just in all categories we've got your sneakers your bags your accessories so mm-hmm. if you want to save some money there you go and uh, I think it's time for a little beauty beat right, beauty Courtney? beats beauty beat yes this week so we're sticking with our trend guys for the month of April and we are talking about uh, beauty trends and beauty products that we can use that are all natural and fabulous for our skin and body parts and whatnot and this week I wanted to clue you guys in on something that I use on a regular basis it's called the oil cleansing method Hmm. So some of you may have heard of it, some of you may not. It's basically, it's cleaning your skin with oil. And it sounds counterintuitive to a lot of people, especially people with oily skin. But it is fantastic and it works. Huh. It's just a matter of taking the time to figure out what oils work best for your skin. Um, all of the, the whole thing is basically you mix your own oil solution. I personally use one part castor oil, one part sweet almond oil, and one part um, grapeseed oil or jojoba oil, depending on the season. Mm-hmm. And you... Massage it into your face, and it also is for makeup remover. So if you have makeup what? on and you think you can't like wash your face, I mean, you put the oil on your face and let and massage it and massage it to get the makeup off. After you do that, you can do another round of it, and then you steam your face with your washcloth. Just put hot water on your washcloth. Sometimes I do it if I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. I'll massage the oil into my face and let the steam just while I'm showering work into my face, mm-hmm. and I will wash myself. And then after I'm done, I rinse it off. You do a wipe off. You do a nice ice cold rinse. And you can moisturize right after that with another oil. I like do you I said, need to moisturize after. You don't. Or? Some people don't. Okay. I do. Um, I like to use. Right now, I'm in jojoba family, so like <laughs> I, use, my mix is the sweet almond, the grape seed, and the castor oil to cleanse, and then I moisturize with jojoba oil afterwards. Oh. Um, but you don't have to moisturize afterwards, and you also, if you want to, you can make your own toner, which I also do it with green tea. You make your just steep some green tea. Hmm. mix it with some apple cider vinegar it's really simple recipes like literally it's like I do a half a thing of uh, the green tea and then a quarter of uh, the apple cider vinegar and a quarter of water and that's my toner Nice. and then you massage the moisturizer in and it works fantastic you sometimes you might have to do a little extra research about the different oils because a lot of people mm-hmm. use um, castor oil is always the base oil, yeah, um, because it's antibacterial and it does it's mainly the cleansing properties are in the castor oil. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people use like sunflower seed oil or safflower oil and then use olive oil as a second. I just don't like how those smell. Uh, so and they didn't they weren't as effective to me. So you just play around. There's lots of oils out there. You should definitely look into them. I recommend looking into kikui nut oil, which is also fabulous and delicious for your skin. Wait, say that again. It's kikui nut, K U K U I. Okay. I haven't heard of that one yeah, ever. That mm. one is awesome. It's not easy to find. You can find it online, but then you have to worry like you're not sure if it's really what it's supposed to be, depending on where you order it from. So you just have to make sure you do your research. Huh. And you and if you're not sure which oils work best for 
for your skin, just do a small mixture with teaspoons to start out with and see what works for you and then move forward. But I promise you, if you do it, you will be like, you will feel very glowy and dewy like all the time. Interesting. So all that like harsh that. like facial washing that we do and the detergents and things that are in those and like I get panicked because like I don't like feeling makeup on my face. So I used to be like washing my face, washing my face. Like I don't want makeup on my face. I want to make sure it's all out of my pores. Right. And I was just ripping and stripping my skin constantly and the oil is so much better my little budget thing is i buy baby wipes mm -hmm. like just the sensitive kind with nothing in nothing it and in i it. use that to take my makeup off yeah with because it's a lot cheaper than buying like the cosmetic wipes yeah it's a for pack sure of 30 right. yes. six dollars i buy baby wipes yeah it's the perfect thing sometimes it's this, like i can imagine because i use coconut oil and jojoba yeah. oil in my hair so mm -hmm. this is just like using stuff i already, already have. have that's yeah. why it's amazing because you already awesome. have them i do the right. same use it in my hair and that's the thing like you use it on your whole body it's not something mm -hmm. you're just gonna buy and only be able to use it for this and it's inexpensive castor oil for, should be in most people's medicine cabinets and if it's yeah. not it's like four dollars mm -hmm. like it's not a big investment it's cheap it's great for your skin and you know exactly what you're putting this on your is skin true and they say food grade oils are perfect to use not only can you eat them, but you can use them in your hair and your skin, mm -hmm. and it's, it's better for the environment, all that stuff. It's fabulous. So give that a try, guys. Very Let nice. Let me know how it goes. All right. I'm going to do it tonight. You should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> and just, you. just forewarn you, for the, sometimes it takes a week or two for your skin to adjust. Okay. So if you start oh, okay. to like get a little bit of a breakout or something like that, don't freak out. It could be you don't have the quite the right mix of your oils yet, or your skin just has to adjust. So Interesting. Just be aware uh -huh. of that. That. Hmm. All right. So, what's going on with some style scoop? Oh, style what do we scoop. Have? Oh, I'm actually next up on that list too. <laughs> okay, so we had some fun things going on in the news this week in fashion. First up, we had Oscar de la Renta, who is on the hunt for a new creative director. And word on the street was that uh, Galliano was in the running for this and possibly going to be his next guy in line, but negotiations fell apart mm. for financial reasons. So John Galliano will not be taking on that role after his nice little stint in rehab and getting it together. It's I not going to work out for him. I think um, he would have brought too much controversy. I, to, I thought, to thought it was... Yeah, his, a very clean, sort of respected, like, it's a weird, it was a weird decision that he was kind of possibly taking yeah. that on. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously it didn't work out, and probably for a good reason. Um, so word on the street right now is that Prabhu Garang is in the running. Mm. Olivia, uh, I cannot talk today, Olivier Dayskins, did I say that right? Dayskins? Mm -hmm. He's also on the shortlist. Um, and he possibly wanted um, Jason Wu, but Jason Wu just took a job over at Hugo Boss, so mm. that's not going to work out, but he's in the market, he's looking, and we will see what happens. Interesting. Next. And then next up. This is... This cracked me <laughs> up, okay? This is hilarious. So all you fashionistas out there, young and old, you youngins out there with your proms coming up and you're getting your dresses and whatnot, in case you want to be real special this season... KFC is offering you guys a very special chicken corsage. This is ridiculous. So and, <laughs> I can't even talk. Like it was the most hilarious. Like I don't. I'm wondering if it's gonna turn out that this was a joke. But everywhere I really looked to see if it was some kind of prank, and it wasn't. Like it seems like it's a legit thing. So um, basically, uh, in Louisville, apparently, oh god, of course. Um, <laughs> Nans and Craft Florist and KFC sort of came and did this collaboration, selling out. Basically, you get a kit. 
a $20 kit for a corsage and has, it allows you to affix a chicken wing. (laughs) (laughs) And in the kit, there's a $5 voucher for your leg or chicken wing. What? Why? <laughs> Who came up with this? Like, what know. would you do if your I, date from prom showed up? I would slap him. <laughs> I would slap well, him. I have to keep it real. Depends on how hungry I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking maybe it's like to the point with proms now because you know Hollywood and celebrity is so huge now. It wasn't that way when I went to prom. Like, yeah. so maybe like the girls really not eating and stuff before prom because they want to get skinny and get right for their dress. So like getting the corsage with a chicken leg like that's your first meal after like <laughs> dieting for two weeks i don't I know can't. but this is so ridiculous it's just oh the God. other thing that i found amusing <laughs> is being that this is black hollywood live their advertisements were only with white couples that i could really? find so i was oh, wondering that's... if we would all feel differently if it was black kids <laughs> with the chicken corsage but <laughs> oh that just takes it to I another just... level that's really okay. funny i i don't know but uh there you go kids <laughs> 20 bucks, corsage, you get your baby's breath, you get your voucher for your chicken leg, and you can make that happen. It just reminds me of Hollywood Hillberries, where he, <laughs> he proposed to his girlfriend with a donut as a ring. Oh, it's like funny. the same line of bizarre. Pretty much. Pretty God, much. It's just so funny. And you're going to be smelling like chicken all you're night. Gonna, right? Yeah. Well, is that the plan? I mean, I don't know. Oh, How are you going to dance and like have your chicken leg? Great. Like, I just... Or no, you're dancing and you're like... <laughs> Raising. <laughs> Fashion and food, guys. Fashion and food. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> okay. Well, this next story I'm going to follow up with is equally kind of funny. Um, so just when we thought that getting a, a sew-in, and for all you guys out there listening, and you in, in, included, Stephen, a sew-in is when a girl, you know, gets a weave. Yes. You know, she sews fake hair in her head. Uh, so just when you thought getting a sew-in couldn't be more efficient than it already is, a new invention is created that blows our minds. It's a weave machine. No. Uh, it's a weave vending machine. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Marcella Ellis, a Virginia-based hairstylist and salon owner, created the main vendor, and main is M-A-N-E, thank you very much, <laughs> that she hopes to see in salons nationwide. Essentially, the vending machine dispenses weaves to customers in salons while they're waiting for their appointment. The credit card accepting machines can send text messages to owners' phones when inventory is low, and it generates sales reports online in real time. In addition to 100% Remy human hair, do we all know what that is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the machine offers sulfate-free products as well. Essentially, oh. it trumps every candy vending machine in the world if you're a beauty fanatic. How funny is this? I mean, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's cool. brilliant. I think like, it's pretty brilliant. It is too. Like the world is going to vending machines. Uh, there was a big story this week about the first pot vending machine. I know it's yes. we're a little yes. off topic, but I mean, this is where things are going. Yeah. You know, is is it's efficiency and people can just do it. You know, I don't know how discreet you want to call this. No. Walking up and putting in your order. I'm going to take 20 inches of Remy and African kinky, you know, so. Well, if it's in salons, I mean, that makes perfect sense. It's not like, oh, I didn't get enough hair or I need to go Uh buy more hair. I didn't get the right hair. Oh, I want to change if I'm in curly or straight. Like, there you go. Just go to the vending machine. That's so funny. Great business move. I know, right? And then finally, um, so have you guys heard of, and, and you might be uh, familiar with this, Vic, because you are a blogger, but um, so there is a new documentary, and it's a trailer, and it's called American Blogger, and basically 
just the whole focus is talking about blogging and how it started and how it began. And they talk about like a lot of the fashion blogs and, and beauty blogs. But um, it's getting a lot of flack, and especially mm. on Twitter, because basically they're saying it's whitewash because they didn't include any like black bloggers, mm-hmm. no bloggers of color, and they got a lot, a lot of backlash on Twitter. And uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll, I'll read you a, a, a tidbit. Uh, when the trailer for the upcoming independent documentary American Blogger hit the Twitter sphere, it was as if the world had, at least through the lens of the people we follow, collectively pursed its lips, i.e. it was a catastrophe, and that reaction wasn't entirely unwarranted. In the preview, we meet a souped-up narrator who also happens to be a filmmaker who walks us through what seems to be an April Fool's joke that never ended. Talking about the blogging phenom as if it were something still new and cutting-edge, filmmaker Christopher Wigan interviews a host of most similar-looking female bloggers, meaning all white, uh, (laughs) many of whom happen to be friends with his wife, about what it's like to be an American blogger. Some of the women reveal deep thoughts such as, if we're not sharing it and we're just keeping it private, why are we experiencing it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the documentary is the debut feature film effort from the Dallas, Texas-based filmmaker. Having gotten the idea from his wife, who is a blogger herself, Wigan outfitted an Airstream trailer and went on a trip across 40 states to get his footage. In regards to the overwhelming whiteness of the trailer, Wigan spoke to the Daily Dot saying, I hope that's not what people think about. I'm a documentarian. I see myself as a journalist. I can't force something that's not there. I just film what is presented to me. Maybe he should have checked a few lists of black bloggers or bloggers of any other ethnicity, really, as they are easily found. Uh, and then just a host of, of tweets, um... Uh, about this. What what do you think as a blogger? How does this make you feel? Um, I've read about, you know, the controversy surrounding mm-hmm. the film and I, one, I kind of want to see it just to see what everyone's talking about. Yeah. But I mean, I do understand. I mean, it's kind of one-sided on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have definitely looked into, especially if the focus is fashion blogging, there's huge black fa- fashion blogs out there. Fashion Bomb Daily for one is, it's a huge, yeah, it's, it's huge. a huge <laughs> blog and Claire is definitely black. Like he could have interviewed her or, mm-hmm. you know, she could definitely could have been a part of the film. So, um, I think that because his wife is Caucasian mm-hmm. and he used a lot of her friends, that's what was easily available to him mm-hmm. so that's probably why he used those people yeah but yeah. as a documentarian as he likes to call himself you're you're not doing your job yeah. you're not doing right. research I took know? his I took issue with him saying I'm just a journalist and I'm no because the journalist has to do research and has to and if you're going to call it American blogger and how this and your attempt as a documentarian is to show this vast view of America through the eyes of a blogger and how blogging has changed and all of that then it is your responsibility to actually show that yeah. right? if that's what you're saying that you're trying to show but if you're just trying to show like your cousins and your wife's friends and <laughs> exactly. your home, like that's a view of blogging but to sell this as some sort of like vast view of this country and it's blogging america, and to make it of right. america makes is what i take issue with i don't have a problem with the fact that he just used white people and yeah. if that's what he had access to and that's who he wanted to talk to that's fine but don't try to classify it as some commentary on america because that's exactly. not and then for him to say well if it's not it's just not there that's yeah, that exactly. Was it, yeah. It's there. It is there. You just didn't look. You, <laughs> you didn't even look a little it. bit. Yeah, he yeah, exactly. didn't try. That's lame. Well, perfect segue uh, <laughs> <laughs> into the next into segment. the next segment, Miss Vic Styles. So tell us all about how you got your start as a wardrobe stylist and a blogger. We want to hear all about it. Of course. So um, I went to college in Alabama and always knew that like I loved everything about fashion and style and. Um, 
worked retail at Express for a while, and Ooh. my manager was like, <laughs> "Didn't we all?" <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, I was a Gap girl. Actually. I was an yeah. Express girl. <laughs> I started at Old Navy, which is ah, owned Gap by family. Gap, and yes. then went to Express. And my manager at Express is like, "You should be a, a stylist." And I had no idea what that was, or that anyone could get paid to dress people. Um, started doing my research. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. So I left college, packed up my car, and drove 36 hours to L.A. Wow. Um, yeah. Goodness. And um, I got an internship with Taylor Jacobson. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. Yes, yes we know who she is. Yeah. But for everybody else, please let everybody she, know. Um, Taylor used to be Rachel Zoe's assistant. I'm sure you guys all know who Rachel Zoe is. Yes. So I got an internship with her. And two months into my internship, her assistant quit. So I ended up getting a job as her assistant, and it was, you know, she's a big-time celebrity stylist, and I learned so much from her, and I was just really blessed to have such an amazing opportunity. Was this, so this was after so she, she left, left the this Rachel Zoe show? After she, after she left Rachel Zoe. She's been it. on her own. Uh-huh. Um, and so after Taylor, I was on a music video with Big Time Rush and Snoop Dogg, um, and Taylor was styling Big Time Rush, and I met Snoop Dogg stylist April Rumet, and that was the most fun I'd ever had on set being around music. And I went up to April, and I was like, you know, I would love to work for you. Um, and so I started working for her as her assistant, and that happened for about a year and a half. And then I went out on my own and started doing my own thing. Wow. And people would always stop me and ask me, where did you get what you're wearing? Or how did you put that together? And I was like, I'm just going to start a blog to kind of show people how to wear certain things and, you know, how to create or recreate looks using the items they already have in their wardrobe. And so that's where I am now. Nice. Wonderful. So what kind of projects are you working on um, lately? So lately... I started a show with my best friend called um, Cheap Chicks. It's on YouTube. And we show women how to, kind of like what you were saying about the oils, we show people how to reuse things in their homes. Like we have an episode five uses for baking soda and um, just how to live on a budget for the most part. Nice. Yeah, it's really fun. And then I have my fashion blog, which is VicStyles.com. So make sure you guys go check that out. (laughs) And um, I'm always working on different things as far as styling, music videos. I do a lot of web series. Um, I work with Black and Sexy TV a lot on their shows. So I definitely am keeping myself pretty busy. Very nice. Mm -hmm. So so give us, like, three tips that you would give to someone who kind of wants to, like, mix it up in their wardrobe, but, you know, doesn't really have a lot of money. Like, how can somebody be their own stylist? So, three tips. One is to, like, we were talking about trends earlier. If you're going to buy trends, buy them cheap if you don't have a lot of money. Go to Forever 21. Go to H&M. Go to Charlotte Russe. Because... Three months from now, those trends are not even going to be around, and you're going to be mad that you spent $200, $300 on a shirt that you're never going to wear again. And second tip, if you are going to splurge on something, splurge on something classic, a good pair of black pants, a nice suit, a black dress, a good (laughs) pair of nude pumps, because those things will never, as long as you don't gain or lose any weight, those things will be wearable all the time. Um, And then the third thing is buy pieces that, you can mix and match. So buy dresses, and then you just have to look at them differently. You can wear a dress as a, if you put a shirt over it as a skirt. If you put a skirt on top of a dress, you can wear the dress as a shirt. You can wear it with a blazer, with a t-shirt under it. Don't be afraid to layer and put things under and on top of, belt it, add different colors and patterns, because that's, that's how you kind of create your own style. And 
do it. I always tell people, do it once, and if you look stupid, just don't ever do it again. But at least you tried. At least you tried. Mm -hmm. So what we've covered a lot of trends coming up for spring and summer. I mean, we've seen overalls coming back. We've seen mom jeans coming. What coming up or for, for, for the summer, I guess I would say, are you like super excited about and like people should be like looking at like I, I need to figure out how I can make that trend work for me. So for the <laughs> summer, um, printed suits are back again. That's what I'm wearing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it looks so, so cute on you. Thank you so much. Um, but pants as, as well as skirts and short suits, they're definitely back. And this is a good way to remix your wardrobe because you can wear this blazer with a dress or with jeans. The shorts you can wear with a crop top, um, with a t-shirt, anything. Definitely printed suits. Um, I'm feeling the mom jeans. I kind of like them. <laughs> really? I love them. <laughs> we, we, we talked about that, um, I think, two weeks, weeks ago, ago yeah. as, as a trend coming back. Really? I, I love them. Jeans. I mean, especially with the crop tops, it reminds me of like Clarissa explains it all in like the nineteen nineties. Like I really dig it. I think you just have to have the right shape for that. Okay, of definitely. It's that's a real specific body type, and if you don't have that body type, I just don't think you have any business wearing it. I agree. Um, that I can definitely agree with. But I do like the mom jeans. And um, the last trend that I'm gonna say, I like the knee high gladiator sandals that mm. are like making a big comeback this year. I definitely like those. Mm. Those are tough for me. Yeah, I think they're comfortable, but they kind of jazz up your outfit a little bit. I think it's one of those things, it depends on where you live, because if you're on the East Coast where you have a lot of humidity and it's hot, it's like, it's one more thing. Yeah, you got sweat running down your legs, and it's just not pretty. Very true. Not pretty. (laughs) We like to think about the functionality. Functionality also is important, yes. Now, when you moved out here, um, obviously that was a a big decision. I mean, you left school and you came out here. What did you find the most shocking when you, like, started working? working with Taylor and all that, or the biggest challenge you had to overcome just, like, starting to work? The biggest challenge for me was not having a life. Like, if you have ever seen The Devil Wears Prada, not that Taylor was a bad boss, she was amazing, but that's how my life was like. If she called at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would have to get up out of my sleep and drop everything and go. If we had to fly to New York the next day, it didn't matter if I had plans, if it was my birthday, I had to go. So if you're chasing a dream in this industry, you definitely have to be extremely flexible and work hard. And there were nights during award season, I would have to get to the office at 5 a.m., and I would not leave the office until probably 2 a.m. I would work... About 22 hours a day. Wow. Yeah. No days off at all. I can remember 2011, the month of January, I worked 30 days. And there's 31 days in the month of January. I worked 30. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you no life at all. Do you look back and appreciate those moments now? Definitely. Definitely. I look back and I'm like, had I not had the perseverance to just withstand that, I definitely wouldn't be where I am right now. So I definitely appreciate that. Wow, good for you. So are, are you finding that you've got your own clients, you know, established, you know, definitely. because of your experience? Definitely. My experiences definitely have helped me build relationships with people. I don't have a website. Like, I have my blog, but as far as work, I don't have a website. Work for me generates more work. I go on set, people like my work, I'm professional, and then I meet new people to hire me. So I definitely have been really blessed to make connections. Now, who out there right now that you look at celebrity wise that you're like, oh, I just want to get my hands on. Not that they're in a bad style place right now, but just as somebody that like you're excited about seeing and you would love to like do something for them. Um, let me think. I I don't really look at people that I don't like. So I'm thinking <laughs> like, who needs help? 
Um, Should we then, throw some names out there? Yes, <laughs> throw some names out there. Rita Ora. You know what? She's come a long way. <laughs> so, I, you know, I actually would like to get my hands on her and kind of help her develop her own style because I feel like a lot of times she's a copycat. Well, you just perfect segue into our favorite segment of the show. It's called Hot or Hot Net. Okay. And we're going to weigh in on some pictures, and you're going to go first. Let's go. Well, first up this week, we have Miss Naomi Campbell. And she was wearing a Gucci animal print maxi dress and her rockin' fro for the GLAAD Awards. Hot mess. I think she's hot. Uh At first look, I didn't even know who this was. Mm -hmm. I had no idea, so I'm really proud of her for. I don't. I don't know if that's her hair or not. But come on, (laughs) you know that's a wig. But I'm proud of her for. You know, I think she looks very 1970s Pam Grier ish. I I like the look a lot. Yeah, I I definitely do. I think she looks great. Yeah, I love that she's rocking this fro. She's been doing that for a while now, and I just she looks fantastic. I mean, she always looks great, pretty much, but. For some Except reason, lately, like, she's thing. been in the press a lot. It's the third week, this third time I've pulled her picture in the last probably two mm-hmm. months. And yeah. it's because, first of all, she's smiling, mm-hmm. which she's been doing constantly. And that just sort of, her whole energy to me has changed. And I'm, like, excited every time I see her on. Even if I didn't love, like, she wore that Cavalli dress that we were not a fan of, like, oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like her energy is just very vibrant right now. And I don't know what it is, but she seems happy. And, yeah. and I love that. And get to see all that tall chocolate wonderfulness at however 40 old she is is just fabulous probably because she's got so much going on right now she's launching this clothing (sighs) line she's got her fragrance line she's got the show Mm -hmm. she's just she's she's out and about and doing her thing and Mm -hmm. like I said she was hosting The View last week so I'm just like get it girl keep doing your thing we love it Speaking of hands-on, we got Rita Ora. So last weekend, of course, she went to the MTV Movie Awards where she wore, for those of you guys that didn't see, this like long, black, plunging uh, Cavalli dress. And she emerged for the party scene afterwards wearing this uh, all-white look from D-Squared 2's Fall 2014 collection. And she was wearing these peep-toe Jeremy Scott Adidas heels that were in red and matched her red lip. So it's like a little white mini dress and this like white swing coat kind of thing going on and these Adidas heels. Our guest gets to go first again. (laughs) I hate the heels. Why did you do that? Like I love from the kneecaps up. She looks good. But I'm just not feeling the shoes. I feel like the shoes would have been great with like a boyfriend jean and a white t-shirt, but not mm. with that dress. It just ruined the entire look for me. What do you think about the hair, the makeup? I don't like the hair. I liked mm-hmm. her with the shorter hair that she's been wearing. I don't know yeah. what this is. And the eyebrows, I'm not really a fan of. But <laughs> you know she always does that red lip and it looks good on her. I like her with the red lip, but I, I prefer the shorter hair. In a strange way, you guys are going to laugh at me, she kind of looks like Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. A little bit. I was right? thinking the Joker, but... Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't she? It's just, it looks like, maybe it's the way the flash is hitting her face, but it's like she's wearing the wrong, like, foundation, because it just looks super bright, and mm-hmm. then you got the lip, and then the eyebrow. She kind of looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I want her to win. I, I do, I too, really do. But, she but, has so much potential. Yeah. It's just still not quite there, but... No. 
Keep trying, girl. That would be a hot mess, I yes. think, for the most part. Collectively. Yes. <laughs> Next up, also attending the MTV Movie Awards, is our style star of the year, Miss Lupita Nyong'o. And she was wearing this multicolored cocktail dress by Chanel and sky blue Cassidy pumps. And she done, like, froed out her little natural at the top and twisted it up a little bit to give it a little new style. You know what this looks like to me? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? This looks like a Kooji sweater. And oh, my God, yes. Which are coming we back just, we as we did last week. I heard that. It does. That's what that looks like. That's exactly what I thought when I saw it. What do you guys think? Is it hot? Is no. it a mess? I hate Is it. it. I and I like love it. Lupita. And everyone always raves about what she has. Even when I read reviews on this, people were raving, raving about, it. about it. And I was just like... No, I don't like it. <laughs> but I feel bad because I don't like it. Like, it's, it's like we're supposed to because right. she's supposed yeah. to get it right all the time. She has her moment. I don't like it either. It's just too much going on. I don't get it. Like, yeah. I just, I love those shoes, girl. And the makeup was cool and the hair was different. Um, I just wish maybe it was like something solid. Maybe the bottom should have just been. It looks too heavy. It looks like it's embroidered, embellished. It looks like there's a lot going on with the fabric. Yeah. It's just it's It also much. didn't look like Chanel to me, which was I just yeah. didn't, no. I didn't catch that at all when they said Chanel. I was like, are you sure? Because I didn't get it, but I'm sorry, Lupita. Mm, sorry, she loses this week. I thought you guys might be able to argue me and help me understand why it's great. <laughs> no, but no, no, I guess not. Nope. All right. So next up, we have Miss Zoe Kravitz, who was failing wow. big time the last time we saw her, but this time she rocked a Barbara Bowie white tuxedo jacket and a red two-way zip crop top and matching pencil skirt from Alexander Wang's tea collection and Jimmy Choo's because she was at the Jimmy Choo launch That's event Zoe in Beverly Hills. Don't she look like another whole person? She looks yeah. like she kind of looks like Nicole well, Richie. Yes. yes, she does. She blonded out her hair wow. since the last time we saw her at the uh, premiere for that movie, the teenage movie that I can't remember the name of right now. The um, um, I went, actually saw that movie. Yeah, uh, what was it one. called? Darn it. Uh, with Shailene Woodley, whatever that movie is. It was out like two or three weeks ago. She was on the red carpet. But yeah, so she's at the Jimmy Choo event. She's got this little outfit on. I don't even recognize I her. like it. I, wow. I don't necessarily like the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the bag is too it's big for her frame. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I think she looks great. Yeah. I hate her hair, though. Yeah. It just yeah. looks messy and like it's she mom-ish. did it in her. It is very mom Who cut it? Who colored it? Like, I don't understand what's going on with the hair. But the outfit is cute. Yeah. Wow, she looks so different. You're in the middle, Zoe. So, not a mess. Yeah. Almost there. Better than that Balenciaga dress that you wore on that red carpet for that movie because it looked like a balloon of nothingness. So, congrats. You're moving on up in the world. Divergent. That's what it is. Yes, yes. I was thinking about everything. Mortal Instruments, all the other little teammates. So, yeah, it was Divergent. But, yeah, she's she's going to be out, obviously, more and more, I think, because she's, you know, making her rounds in the acting world and doing her thing and making her come up. So I just hope she gets the hair together. That's my vote. Yeah. Agreed. All right. And last but not least this week for Hot or Hot Mess, we got Solange Knowles, who was also at the Jimmy Choo event. And she was rocking that Acme Studios Resort 2014 orange blazer and tie skirt, also in orange, and Jimmy Choo sandals. I love those sandals. I've been seeing a lot of them. I love. Oh. I love. I I don't think she can do any wrong ever. Yeah. I think Amen. she looks great. Mm-hmm. Amen. The color it. is fantastic. The hair is right on point. She looks great. Always. She is like my Diana Ross, mm-hmm. like yes. in an earthy sense. 
now. But she still is glamorous to me. I have a quick off-topic question for you guys. So, you know, she was at Coachella. Coachella, yes, And performing, and her sister got on stage. Do you think Beyonce took her moment away from her? What do you think? Everybody keeps saying that. What do you think? I don't think so. I agree. I think that they have a very... I think the people who go to Coachella are not necessarily Beyonce fans. They can't help deny the fact that she's talented, so it's like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, it's Beyonce. But I think that Solange fans are definitely Solange fans, and they were there for her. Exactly. I agree. And and I like, I hate hearing that, because I hate people trying to talk a wedge into a fa- like right. sisters mm-hmm. that obviously yeah. support and respect each other and, and are compete. amazing in what they do separately and like constantly want to be like Solange or sisters Beyonce like and I get why people do that but it sucks because she's totally talented and totally respected and totally achieved her ownness mm-hmm. outside of Beyonce and the idea that they can't come together otherwise Beyonce takes her light is just crap and I it's a horrible thing to say but yeah. and they dance so happily together did y'all see the clip on mm-hmm. yeah. they were having so a great time. Having a good time yeah yeah so mm-hmm. boo on all of y'all out there trying to hate on their family <laughs> they're doing just fine and they seem quite happy and they Richard and all of them. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't matter anyway. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So whose style should be, we be watching? All right. Last but not least this week, um, the last few weeks we've covered Instagram, uh, uh, Instagrams to follow for mixing up your looks and changing it. We did it for women. We did it for men. We did it for kids. This week we got plus size ladies. So <gasps> this week... We've got the at plus size beauties Instagram. If you are a plus size lady and want to look at some cool outfits and some cool ways to put things together for some regular other women around the country and around the world, this is a great Instagram to follow. There were some awesome pictures and some awesome looks on there at plus size beauties. I'm actually friends with her. Oh, cool. Amazing. I thought she was so cute. And I loved her hair. Yellow background. She's amazing. Yes. And that white dress. I was just like, get it. Get it. And she actually. Wears crop tops. Get a Really? Yes. If you, her Instagram is on the Q train, O N T H E, the letter Q and then train. But she actually wears crop tops and she has a blog and she tells plus size girls how to wear crop tops and it looks good. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to have to <laughs> open up my mind yes. about that. To do okay. it. Make it work. All right. You can make Thank it work. You. So All there right. you have it. We got on the Q train. Is that right? Mm-hmm. On the Q train and at plus size beauties on Instagram. All you plus size beauties out there, check it out because these are ladies are just awesome. Awesome, too. Awesome. Well, it's, I can't believe we're done. It's, it's ripping through. Ripping through. Um, thank you guys for tuning in for Fashion 411 on Good Friday and <laughs> Orange Friday and yes. Big Hair Friday. Big Hair Friday and Fabulous Friday. And I know. Friday. We want to oh, thank huh. our guest, Vic Styles, for coming into the studio. You were so much fun to talk to. You're going to have to come you. back. I would love for to come sure. back. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. So tell everybody where can they find you? Um, so you guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at the Vic Styles, and then my blog is w www.vicstyles.com. Lovely. Fabulous. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Me, Deanna V. And we want to remind you guys, make sure you download us on iTunes. It's free. Make your comments and, and rate us five stars and check us out on Instagram. And we'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.
From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.